0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm joined by John and Greg. All right, guys. Evening. Evening, guys. All right, thanks for coming on, Greg. I know you were struggling a wee bit earlier. Push for time, it busy be. life,
1: busy man. I've yeah. just, I've just, I've just finished deballing a melon. I've, I'm hot from <laughs> deballing a melon just to come on this podcast. <laughs> Did, have leave. you got one of the tools that does it? Ah, yeah, a melon baller. I've had to leave my, <laughs> uh, I've had my pineapple till later. <laughs> I've not time to them my pineapple yet, so we need to be sharp with us and got my pineapple chopped up.
0: But you can't do the melon baller with a pineapple, surely?
1: Did I say ball a pineapple? Did you hear me say I'm going to ball a pineapple? I said I um, balled a melon. <laughs> I'm going to chop a pineapple out of. Sick. Oh well, it's a new world, Greg. Well, just you sit tight tomorrow and I'll show you my melon balls when I come into work. In the office.
0: I, 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 well, You'll need to send me a picture.
1: Of course,
0: you're skiving, I mean,
1: working for somewhere else.
0: This week, the SFF has changed to
1: Scottish Fruits Forum. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you
0: did there. Aye, aye. Maybe we'll get a wee catch-up on uh, Craig's melon balls next week. See <coughs> what we've got on with them. What's the agenda? Come on, let's crack. Right, but I tell you what, we've got a packed agenda.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's packed. There's the charity bet, obviously. We've got the Scottish Cup. Big <laughs> the weekend. Then... We've got the Premiership predictions and the charity bet to finish. Now, that's my loose agenda. There's a couple of things I want to slip in there along the way. and Hopefully, there's something that you want to slip in. Just don't you be slipping anything where we don't notice. Right. (laughs) Try not to. Right, but I thought we'd start with the charity bet. Because, first of all, we had a treble up. We had a treble that was Inverness, Hibbs, and St Johnson. Hibbs got beat 3 2 against
2: Reth-
0: I Inverness drew two apiece with Stranraer, so that's two down straight away. And the other one, St Johnson, won 4 0. So that was good, but we were rubbish. One out of three is no good enough. But then, sneaking in, the first scorer bet we had Rory McAllister score first against Stirling Albion. They delivered. 72 we got on that, so that's £35 added to the pot.
1: We must, have, uh, we must have raised more money for the first scorers this season than we have from the uh from the other bit.
0: Yep. Uh, we've had John Daly to score first. We've had that we've had him three times come mm-hmm. in and then McAllister there. So yeah, I think you could be right. We've got £159.55 pence in the pot. Get in there slowly. It's coming close to being respectable. What did you bet last season? Well, McBookie, I think, done us a favour and bumped us up to £300. I don't think we were close to that, Greg. What do you think? Nah, no chance.
1: It was, <clears throat> it was in the 200s somewhere, uh, and I think they were just... Uh, I think just felt uh, a bit sorry for us, sort have of rounded up to three. But I, I don't, I, I can't see as much in that this season. So there's only what fourteen, fourteen games to go or something like that, fourteen, fifteen games to go. So we're uh, we're going to be pushed. Well, when we when we, just before the
0: podcast started here, and before John came on, I was speaking to Greg and Greg was saying, right, I've got the charity bit all picked out. Sorry, right. <laughs> and then John came on and said. <laughs> I've done some research for the channel. You never
2: know, we
1: might have the same teams. We might have the same. See, if p- see if we've picked the same teams here, there's never going to be a better sign than this is going to come up.
2: Exactly. I've, I've
0: went for a double. Right. Well, normally I'll leave it to the end to see if there's a pattern in the predictions, but since you're so confident, the two of we can fire straight in to the selections. All right,
2: get the bo- balls out of the table. <laughs>
1: or,
2: <laughs> melon balls out in the table. Well,
1: let's hear it then, John. Let's hear a double.
2: All oh, right, well, I, I, why don't we? Have you gone for a double as well? Obviously, no, no,
1: no, I've gone for a fivefold.
2: Fivefold? Oh, <laughs> oh, you're oh. Me on! Oh, fivefold. Right. Let's let's see if let's see if these two teams are in your fivefold. Right, my first one is Strudra at home to our broth. No, no. Oh. <laughs> and I've got Peter Head at home to Clyde. No. Oh.
1: I've there's, there's, there's a theme developing. I've gone with homes. I've gone with homes as well. But I've picked I've picked five homes. Five homes. And it's dead obvious. It's, it's, it's the five home SPL sides. Dundee United at home at Kilmarnock, Hibs at home at Ross County. Inverness at home at Hearts. Motherwell at home at Partick. Celtic at home at St Johnston. Ten pound pays ninety seven quid.
2: How often does that happen
1: on that the home team as well? I don't. Th- it's probably never happened this season. Probably they're not odds this on. season either. And they're all odds on. But yeah, there's none of those. There's none of those games I would I would argue with any of those uh, stats. Well, don't going to cuff Kilmarnock. Hibs are Hibs are due a decent result after that nonsense at the weekend. Butcher and all what Ross County beat them. Inverness, uh, I've showed they're the, the capable of pumping hearts. We're going to pump Patrick Thistle. And Celtic, despite them being poor at the weekend, will have more than enough to beat St. Johnson.
2: So does that mean the only away win is going to be Aberdeen at in Mirren?
1: Aye, that, that must be the... I think that game, is that Sunday? That's, it's the early kick-off on Saturday. Is that the Saturday early kick-off? Aye, uh, it's TV game. Well, that's, well, if you want to go for a six.
0: Oh, well, no, no, I'm liking the sound of the five, to be honest. Um, I'm just looking through the head-to-heads. Motherwell against Partick. It's 5-6 in favour of Motherwell, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so that's pretty good. Inverness, Hearts is 4 for Inverness, Uh, Drew 1, and then Hearts won one So that's in favour of Inverness again. Uh, The Hibs against Ross County is not so good, though. Hibs have won twice in the last six, and drawn once, and Ross County has won three times.
1: That's the old Hibs, though.
0: This is the new Hibs. <laughs> they the
1: lose, lose a whole bit of the cup. That's, That's right. The
0: right. website I'm looking at, whoscored.com, I've got Sterling Albion's badge for Ross County. Mm.
1: So I don't know if we
0: should be trusting them. <laughs> Dundee United, Kamarnock, 4 1 1. Favourite Dundee United. And then do we go for St Mirren, Aberdeen? I'm not so sure. After, I, I think there's going to be a wee bit of a lull for Aberdeen after the heroics
1: at the oh, weekend. Away. Yeah. But struggle I got a double up, never mind a five fold. Uh, this is the problem, though. I think, we've just, I think we've been trying to play it too safe. Take the <laughs> cast of net.
0: <laughs> right, so, uh, Greg, are you dismissing Stranra and Peterhead? Because I'm wanting uh, uh, Rory McAllister again for Peterhead. Right, right what's, what's the double? What's the double, Stranra and Peterhead? I don't think it'll be
1: massive odds. Oh. I think it'll be. It's oh, eight to twenty
0: six pounds sixty five pence. So that's what sixteen pound sixty five pence. You see you see how I almost had to work that out? I, right do, I don't know how you
1: I don't know how you do that so quickly. You got <laughs> <calculate> a
0: calculator <bit. laughs>
1: there. Must have so one of graphic so
0: calculators. I'm for a, a premiership fivefold.
1: But JB's done his research. If, he's, if, if the man's done his research...
0: I'm uh,
2: going to say I've done research Really, He's just,
1: confident.
2: <laughs> I've just yeah. looked at Sunnard and a good team. right? They've got a good run. <laughs> they just out in the cup there. And we like Sunnard. We like Sunnard and Greg likes Sunnard as well. Uh-huh. He likes Jamie Longworth. And Jamie is Longworth, that, you see that? I did. That... He scored at the weekend, i seen that. And then Peter Head. Peter Head. There, aye, Peter Head top of the table. But Clyde Arthur? Against Clyde. Clyde Arthur, but... Peterhead
0: want to win that league. Right, are we, ju- are we going to go for it?
1: It's got to be go go A seven. It. You've got to call it, Gaffer. A seven, a sevenfold, by You've got to call it. Right, two hundred
0: and fifty-nine pound if we went for the <laughs> seven. <laughs> that
1: would be all right.
0: <laughs> oh. Do you think my bookie. What do you think they're going to say about that? The bookie will say thank-, thank you. Right, I'm up for that then. Mm-hmm. I'm up for doing the seven.
1: Let's go for it.
0: Right, that's what we'll do then. So ten pound on that turns two hundred and fifty nine pound from McBookie.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely having a side bet on those on those five homes, <laughs> using my own personal, one personal uh, betting money. Definitely getting on that. Maybe not stick a tenner on it, right enough. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. Might put a quid on it. <laughs> there you go right. have ten on it. Right,
0: so we'll go for that sevenfold, and then I was wanting Rory McAllister. For Peterhead against Clyde. We got seventy-two, Aye, go so I'm guessing it's going to be similar or maybe a little bit less.
2: Aye, go for it.
0: Aye, so that's the two bets for McBookie. The good guys at McBookie. Good guys apart for their mobile apps. I think we are good guys. the fact, we lose most weeks. They're putting up twenty pound a week. That's good guys for me. They are. And they get my business, in return. Right, we'll move on then and we'll go to the, the Scottish Cup. and I might as well start on Friday night because it was Rangers against Dunfermline on the telly box. And it always confuses me watching Rangers games on the telly because the camera's on the wrong side of the pitch for me and I, I can't work it out. Rangers are shooting left, shooting right. I, I don't know. I can't really understand that.
1: round it. Given that that stadium is a. Uh... It's pretty much symmetrical. How could you possibly get confused? The difference does it make? Both those stands are the same. Well, what, the stands behind the goals? Aye. I, but then it confuses
0: me because I always know what way... If Rangers are shooting right to left, I know it's the uh-huh. second half. That's only <laughs> if I'm in my seat. If I push
1: like... the telly, that's the first half. I'm See if, confused. See if, you, look at, see if you look at your watch. You don't know if it's the first half or the second half. You don't even worry about <laughs> what way the team is running. You'll see the big scoreboard. They see the numbers that tick up on the scoreboard that will change every minute or so. That's the time.
2: <laughs> it must have had too many tenants. Oh, lady, it. I did. Too many tenants.
0: Aye, I remember that's what it was. But I had a a bet on them minus two. Rangers, so it was fairly easy for me. And I proved before on the the podcast that I know my stuff about football. I can pick a good player, and it was only a few weeks ago I was saying that Dean Shields is one of the players certainly, right <laughs> him along with Templeton, and the two of them. Well, Shields is hitting a, a good goal scoring run, and well Templeton as well. Templeton's been brilliant in the last three games.
1: Star man Shields, isn't he? Does the does the um, does the offer of a free transfer still stand for him? Then, or has that been. Has that been my throne? The rumour was could...
0: he could leave for free and then the yeah, rumour was also that Rangers would cover the shortfall
1: mm.
0: and the the wages. So they were really keen to get him to leave.
1: But then so he, just,
0: the agent just... went to the media. That's that's how you get a game. That's how you get a player
1: playing. Yeah, but interesting to see come the summer whether he's whether he's deemed surplus to requirements again or whether he'll get a um an extended run running the side. If he keeps doing what he's done at the weekend then I can't see why they would they would possibly want shot of him like you say, he's looked as though well, he's the last two or three games he's certainly started chipping in the goals. it
2: would be a good bet for first goal scorer.
1: Mm. He would. He
0: would. Well, possibly if we go back to Rangers for first scorer, because after we went for law, I I went a wee bit in the huff. <laughs> what did you go in the huff about? because well, I was watching him and he wasn't—he wasn't going into the box. Well, you need to tell him to shoot. You're there, shout him, shoot. Aye, aye. aye I should have.
2: To... <laughs> I suppose... Just in case, just in case, folk at home don't know what it sounds like if you
0: say shoot. I thought cool. I would tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Right, aye, it was fairly easy victory for Rangers against Infermline. They They weren't really under any threat. And enjoyed a few beers watching that.
1: What sort of crowd was there? Oh, is it nineteen thousand? I think 19, they said. It's just it looked pretty patchy in the, the TV pictures, but you sometimes can't really tell depending on what's what's opened and what's closed and what not. Did they have the oh, top I deck?
0: Lo- I was looking for a, a ticket for it to be honest because I've got a season ticket and I in my seat, but I wanted to try a different seat around the stadium. And I really want to sit in a club deck to see what it's like. But then I went online and they'd shut the club deck. Uh, They'd also shut Govan Rear, which is uh, another good place to sit. And Broomlone Rear and Copland Road Rear was shut according to the online. But then on Friday I heard that it was open for cash gates. So I decided not to go uh, when I probably would have went if I'd known the, the Copland Rear was open. But then you know what it's like when once you've decided you're not going to go and you're, you've got the beers in, you're like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just I'll take the easy option, and watch it in the house. Actually,
1: eleven quid to get in or something you were saying. Yes, ah, it's, it's pretty good. That ah, is pretty good. It's good. It's good. It's good for Friday night football. That's what they need to be doing. Try to get the price done and attracting a few, a few punters in the gate, especially when it's on the on the box. Council tele as well.
0: Yeah, aye, aye. I'm sure it was HD as well, which I've not seen. From the BBC for Scottish football. Nope. No, I've not seen that either. Right, we'll move on to the, the Saturday games. Oh. And John, I don't know about you, right? But when I was watching the Celtic-Aberdeen game, see when it was getting near the end, see when it was getting the last five minutes, I was starting to... My, my belly was getting a some butterflies. Oh, aye. Well, I'll
2: tell you a story about Saturday. I
0: was,
2: right. uh, I was, was s- over it... I was over in kind of Grain Grangeworth Falkirk kinda of way. So I was a wee overnight I a wife. But I'd already said right aye, no, Aye, alright. So I said <laughs> I'm gonna go to go I'm gonna go on, this, gonna go on this Saturday and watch the football though. so I thought right. Go to a pub and I'd one of the boys off the forum. But I say boy, man. Uh, so when he he'd said I will go to this pub. So I went to this pub behind the wall, nice pub sitting there having a new drink, thinking it's pretty quiet considering the football is about to start so I went up to the bar and I said, oh have you, you shown the, the Celtic Aberdeen game and they went, oh no, we don't have Sky TV I was like, what, mm-hmm. don't have Sky TV so it was just, they were shown they were shown Arsenal Liverpool on, a, on a, another channel anyway So,
0: Aye, I, I like up, how
2: you said the other channel Ah I don't want to get him in t- trouble if anyone's listening. So maybe too maybe too late for that. So we ended up we had our beer so we thought right we'll go we'll finish this beer and then we'll go and watch the try and find a public show in the Celtic Aberdeen game. And then obviously Scuttle scores and then scores again so we thought right we'll just we'll stay for the first half then and then switch at half time. So I decided I thought right I'll check the because there's the a number of times we've gone a Parkhead and get thumped. I, just, I thought I'd better check the score before going to see if we'll watch the second half. And i seen that it was one all, so I thought, right, okay, we'll go along to the pub. So I went along, nice big sportsters. I don't know if you've been in there, Craig, but it's a, it was a nice yep. pub. They were showing sure all the football. Big, big okay. I was able to watch Leeds and Yeovil, Liverpool Arsenal and Celtic and So obviously, gets in there, standing there. And I'm always quite nervous about being in pubs in and, and general and kind of Scotland and because you tend to find there's always Rangers and Celtic fans, so just obviously, I've Barry Robson, plays a ball through, Peter Pollock, oh, back in the net, and it was one of them, I wanted to kinda cheer and shout, but I thought, no, I better keep quiet, so I just had a wee quiet celebration to myself, but see, after that, you're saying about five minutes of having butterflies, but it was about half an hour of butterflies, because you just always expect Celtic are going to come at you, come at you, and eventually they'll score, even going into injury time and you think oh they're gonna score and they never oh that was me, happy days. So I'd put I'd put in the format actually, on Friday night. I'd found a wee start, Twitter, uh, Aberdeen Starts quite a good page. And they'd mentioned that Aberdeen had not lost in the Scottish Cup against Celtic uh, at Parkhead in nineteen fifty one. So I thought i aye, really? we'll aye. Only there's only I think there'd only been four ties, but still uh, that was me. I was hooked on to that. Um and then there again, we were kind of won on Saturday. I think it was deserved as well. Um, obviously, as I say, I've never seen the first half. And even when I watched the highlights, I can't really remember Jamie Linefield having a save to make. Not a... To be fair, I don't think Forster had a had a save to make, really. I can't really remember. Um, But it went, at 2-1 up as well, we had a great chance to go 3-1 up gonna miss that. I thought when we missed that, or oh, that's maybe our chance gone But
1: there's there one off the post, wasn't there? Something? Was it? Oh, put one off the what? Rooney put one off the off the uh, off the post, and then big Van Dyke had a, had a great chance up the other end, which he, he managed to blow over a bar. He's nut.
2: I head or eye. um, but I was pleasing I mean, they they, they played very well in, t- in terms of closing down and just the team just looks so confident now. That's the thing. They, I mean, I was certainly nervous, but they never looked in any danger at
1: all. Aye, that was thought, certainly that was certainly what the I I didn't see the game, but the guys in the radio after it were, were certainly saying that as well, and they're saying. You know, rather than concentrating the fact that a lot of people are saying Celtic were poor, concentrating the fact that the way Aberdeen played stopped Celtic from playing, so yeah, they probably weren't great, but then that was more to do with what Aberdeen were doing in terms of, you know, tactics and closing down and working hard, than it was necessarily Celtic having an off Day, because again, the problem with these results is sometimes there's too much focus on the team that's expected to win and say, oh, Celtic were poor and Celtic were this, but at the end of the day and Saturday, Aberdeen were a better side, and they they played the better football, and they got their tactics right, and by all accounts, they, they certainly deserved their win.
0: Absolutely. I, don't I think it's... Celtic were poor, from what I've seen anyway. Uh, I watched, I'd say I watched the majority of the match. Uh, I've heard uh, a lot of criticism aimed at Forrest, but I thought he was having a bit of success, especially near the end of the game. Uh, Griffiths came on, and I don't know what he was thinking. He was on for about 20 minutes, and he tried two overhead kicks for some reason. That's was a wee bit extravagant. But I thought, other than that, I thought he was he was okay. He was uh, he had a, a really good chance where he he scuffed it wide, but I there was uh, the the chance for Van Dyke. I think he'd finish that. Ah, that's time.
1: a that's a stick on chance. That's, you're expecting that to hit the to hit the back of the net every time. So, um, but I mean, Lennon was on. The, he was on the, the radio after it. It's uh, i FM. Um, Again, he was very impressed with his team, but okay, he made the point as well that Aberdeen had Aberdeen had turned up and played well. like John was saying they, they looked comfortable for spells of the game; they weren't looking as though they were under any undue pressure or were or were panicking or were putting the ball away. They've they've definitely got the they've got a good mix of uh, maturity on that side because if you're looking at it all the way, other way, other way from the back, from the goalkeeper through the you know, through Reynolds and Anderson at the back, and then yeah, Aberdeen have got a crack in midfield, you know, guys like Robson and Flood, journeyman guys to a certain degree, but have now um, looked as though they've, they've found a team where they're, where they're happy and they're settled, they're playing week in, week out, and, and the the guys up front are doing the business as well. I mean, the, the, the big guy, Rene, right looks as though he's going to be a, a, decent, uh, a decent player in the SPL uh, for Aberdeen as well. So, I mean, if they can keep... It's the same thing if they can keep that group of players together and go into next season, maybe add another couple of faces as well. And a cup run a cup run will give them the potential finances to do that. Then we might finally be looking at a a, a, yeah, a stage where we've got a team that can mount a sustained challenge against, against Celtic for the duration of the season. Because as much as Aberdeen have been good of late, they've, 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 they've fallen away um, in certain games as well. I mean, Hearts... The Hearts games are, are, are perfect examples, you know, the the drop points there and then. Do you mean Motherwell we've had a, It's a decent result away up there and, a, and a, a point at home against them. So I mean, it's 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 it's, it's getting three points for their games because if they were to do that, then I think they would they'd be in a position where they could actually make a season long a season season long challenge for the for the title. Well, that's we've
2: won. Uh, start seeing the so We've won twenty out of thirty games this season. Yeah, just pretty good. Yeah, but as as you say, the likes of we've dropped points against the likes of Hearts, Ross County when we were expected to win. Yeah, um, but it's not just holding on to the players this season. It's a case of holding on to McInnes. The hope is that someone does they come along and take McInnes, and then all the good work is kind of fogs by the wayside. You need continuity. Yeah, That's the thing. For that, to be honest, but who, goes on, who knows what's
0: going
1: on? You'd, you'd, like, you'd like to think he would be. He would be keen sticking mm-hmm. around for a while as well because he's he's definitely making progress. He's only just started side. the project. I mean, that's, and to be fair, to be fair to Craig Brown as well. I thought the squad of players that Brown had, it wasn't a bad base of a squad. All right, they never really got the results. Then um, I think they deserve. So he's inherited a decent squad, but you can you can judge a guy by the guy, the players that he's had on the side. And um, I think come the summer, if they've got a wee bit of money to spend, it'll be interesting to see who he can uh, who he can bring strength in to strengthen the. Strength in the side a wee because then you start to build up a really good squad. So I'd be I'd be amazed if McInnes went anywhere else. I think it would I think it would really need to be a um, a really really tempting offer to get him away from because like you're saying, Craig, if he sticks here for maybe two three seasons and and gets that squad together, and makes a real a real fist of win in the league, then um you know he's, he's going to go and qualify for a for a really good job somewhere else. So it would be good hope- to see him hanging a bit.
2: I think what he's added as well this year is the fact that we're starting we're scoring goals, because yeah. the last few seasons we've always been pretty solid defensively, but we've kind of struggled for goals. Yep. Um, even last year when McGinn was scoring so many goals, if McGinn wasn't scoring, right. you are wondering who's going to score this year, though, we've got Rooney's come in, he kind of started off well, McGinn's scoring from out wide, Peter Borla, who again, terrific uh, at the weekend, Obviously, he's going get the one it as well. Um, Hayes as well is coming on that game again. Hayes is as well, yeah. He kind of maybe took a bit of time to settle in.
0: I didn't really um, uh, rate him in uh, uh, his first season in Aberdeen. I thought he was really good at Inverness, but for some reason he just didn't seem to settle. But yeah, I, I thought he was brilliant. Uh, game think, of the weekend. Just his, his pace, uh, really using that to advantage, breaking really well.
1: Because yeah, it's it,
0: inevitable that Celtic's going to hem you back and you need somebody who can uh, take the ball out. Was it Vernon came on at the end? Yeah, Vernon came on late on, I thought yeah. he'd done really well for uh, being the out-ball and just holding the ball up and let the players around him uh, be the pace. I was, I was
2: kind of... I don't know if I read something or I kind of heard McKinnis saying McKinnis was saying about Paulette, the fact he's told that, like, go out there, don't be scared to take on folk. Mm-hmm. Like, he's... And he's, you he can see that he's got the confidence whereby he's kind of happy to take on folk, get into the box, get behind the kind of striker, get beyond the striker, and kind of score goals. Um, he's been he's made a massive difference, I think, this year, Paul.
0: Yeah, I agree. I good prospect. Aye, so that that was the the big game, the the exciting game on Saturday. Yeah, I tried to get Chris on the the podcast, but he he was scared basically. Is in the Huff? Aye, aye. Didn't he want to come on to face you? See, see to be fair, though, I think
2: Laren's can have got a bit of a hunt for a criticism, I think, for the result on Saturday. I mean, it's not as if they were playing someone that was. They're like some Morton earlier on in the season, right? fair enough. Maybe they deserve a bit of stick for that. But they're playing a team that's one form just now. It's not as if they were playing someone that's a poor side. Okay, maybe at home, they are expected to win. But it's one result.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I know Chris had written that, he's got a blog thing as well, and he'd, he'd written a, a, a bit that earlier, and I had a quick read of that, so, you know, you know he's not tonight, but I mean, just what he was saying, from what I could gather, was there's, there's been a number of occasions over the last couple of seasons where as a team, they've, they've failed to turn up, it's not a case of one or two players have had a bad game, there's been there's been episodes where that entire team has been poor and there seems to be sort of a consistent cup competitions to a certain degree as well and I think I think the frustration comes where, uh, where you've got a side that can play, can play really well and, and should be capable of at least matching Aberdeen if not, certainly having been home team, having enough to beat them and, and for some reason there's just a, a complete failure in the squad at, at certain times as well and I mean I, I don't know, I didn't see the game so it's hard to it's hard to make that call, but Chris is certainly a lot closer to it than now. I am. Mean, I, I think that was the sort of, I think the frustration with a lot of Celtic fans are, is they they look at the last, certainly this season and maybe even um, the season before as well as as an opportunity to go and win that treble, and that's the, that's yep. that same failed twice. I mean that's let's no, let's address the elephant in the room. They've got more than enough in the tank to win. Um, to win those three competitions hands down and and this is the second season I failed to do and I think for a lot of Celtic fans that's kind of been the frustration because yeah, they'll, they'll win the league this year uh, I mean, it's, it's as good as wrapped up just now but with the exit for that competition on Saturday, that's that's your season over they'd be as well, you know they'd be as well just putting the kids out for the remainder of it and letting the rest of them go oh, because there's, I mean, there's really nothing else to play for because the league's finished, the league's over so, in terms of Celtic supporters there's not really a lot to get very excited about just now, and I think the worry is that they'll get through the next, maybe the next season, if they have a similar sort of performance, then before you know Rangers are back in the, are back in the SPL probably, and a lot of people will view that as a failure in Celtic's part to take advantage of that situation because racking up three Premier League titles in that space and not really much else is is a pretty poor holiday to be fair.
0: You look at the the apathy that was in show on Saturday when the, yeah. the the entire top tier was yep. shut and that was yep. Celtic against
1: Aberdeen who are currently the, the second yep. best team in the country. Two, two best teams in Scotland. That's that's the best game you're gonna see from now to the end of the season because it's in the it's in the um, major Scottish Cup competition as well, which always, I mean, I know certainly as a Motherwell fan and John will be the same as an Aberdeen fan, it's the Cup games that excite a lot of supporters that don't normally go to the Aye, football. You, gen- you generally add a few thousand to the gate when it's the Cup. I mean, it's a Cup game against, like you're saying, the second best team in Scotland. If you're looking for a challenge, it's not going to get any better than that domestically. And for there to be, I don't know, what, twenty twenty five thousand 25,000 empty seats... It's it's a pretty um it was pretty eye opening to be honest to see the um just this sort of lack of uptake and, and a lot of those tickets and that'll be that'll be concerning for um the people who run Celtic as well I would imagine because mm-hmm. it tends to suggest that there's a large portion of that support that only come out if um, if they're playing Rangers or if Rangers are involved in the competition because I guarantee if that had been Celtic versus Rangers on Saturday you wouldn't have, did, you'd have got you wouldn't a ticket for loving their money but the fact that it's Aberdeen who are the second best team in Scotland at the moment, it's going to be your pick of seats. Let's we, take, took a, we took a presence. fairly
2: big support as well.
0: So, yep. Like, yep. It'll be interesting to see how many bums are on seats for Celtic now uh, running up to the end of the season, because as you say, the, that's pretty much their season over. Unless yeah. they can find something to to really get excited about. Maybe the... Uh, not conceding any goals in the league. Maybe that's something in the short term they can look at. But bums on seats, unfortunately, we're not going to find out about bums on seats because Celtic, as other clubs do, they count yeah. tickets sold uh, bums on seats.
2: As, uh, Greg, as Greg says, though, well, it's a case of, I think getting the, getting the kids play, at least if like maybe they're going throwing some of the kids in, the fans have got something new and, exciting to, new and something to get excited about. They're not to get excited if they're going to be watching their team win 2-3-0 every week. I don't think the clean sheet record I agree. maybe it's nice to have but surely they want to see can I, a fixture whereby it's a bit challenging Yeah, a bit, a, a bit of a test as opposed to one-sided football
1: Chris I made certainly that, wouldn't like to see that Chris made that exact same point he's his blog today he was saying you know, if they get to the end of the season with this record and tack he says it's nice it's a nice to have but it's not the type of thing like John says that's going to get people excited about coming to watch football because you know what, nobody's really going to remember it whereas going to win in a treble you would remember it. Going and winning back-to-back trebles, you would remember it, but they failed to do that twice, and arguably they've got the resources in the squad that they should have at least made a a far better job of um, almost getting there than than they have done, especially this season. I mean, crashing it at both cup competitions, it's pretty poor.
0: Yeah, but it was uh, the perfect time as well for them to be getting to the the final of the Scottish Cup. Obviously, that's a few rounds away, but the fact that they were getting that a home tie uh, that would yeah. have been that would have been a, a great day out for Celtic fans. I'm even excited if, and it's a big if, uh, Rangers manage to progress past Alba Rovers. I'm
1: excited about yeah. the fact
0: well, that it's a home tie in the
1: semi-final. I mean, if, if you take if you take it a step further, and let's say Rangers Rangers manage to get to the final, let's say they manage to win it, can you imagine the kick in the balls it's going to be for Celtic supporters to watch Rangers parade in that Scottish Cup around Celtic Park come I mean, that's. That's gonna be significant. I don't care what anybody says, that's gonna that's gonna hurt big time. And I think that's also at the back of um one or people's minds as well, off the off the back of getting out there on Saturday because I mean bad enough uh, bad enough anybody parading a trophy around your stadium, but when it's your when it's your oldest bitterest rivals in a competition that you know you could well have been um, been there or thereabouts at the end, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough I mean, one you to take. Just imagine the, the Twitter photos... The, the players oh, celebrating yep. with the trophy. Yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, it'll be, it'll be, interesting, it'll be interesting to see how it, how it pans out for Celtic like, between now and the end of the season, but, um, yeah, I, th- I think there'll be a wee bit of one or two worried faces come the end of the season when it comes to season ticket renewal time and numbers and all that sort of stuff, because, uh, talking from experience, I know that if you start drifting away you going into the game, it becomes ever more difficult to come back again. Yep, I think it's yeah, been... been I mean,
2: I've seen it mentioned as well. Someone mentioned in the forum as well they reckon Lennon's already made
0: his mind that he'll be going at the end of the season and that his replacement's been picked. I, no. think, I think he should. I think he should be looking elsewhere because I think that he's he had a, a project at Celtic. He's got them to the last 16. He's he's winning the league. And I know we can talk about Rangers, but he's winning the league uh, and he's not getting success in the Cup. But he did win the Scottish Cup last season. Uh, he's. I think the project's complete at Celtic, and I think that he should move on and and get another project. People say he's not going to get Champions League football elsewhere, but he might get recognition for what he's doing if he goes elsewhere. If he goes elsewhere to a a mid-table championship club, a a, a bottom-of-the-table Premier Premier League club, and he starts getting some wins and he starts progressing that club, people will recognise it, people will appreciate it. Now, if... Celtic can't winning in the treble, for example. People are calling for his job. What well, what can he really do to to get people to
1: appreciate him? Yeah, and I think I don't know if you saw the, I don't know if you saw the press conference on. I think it may have been Friday evening or something ahead of the game, and they were they were talking about the well, they're talking about the incident that happened at Tynecastle, and somebody had asked me, says, you know has it got to the point yet where you've just simply had enough and it's, it's time to walk away and it was really telling his reaction to that, I mean ultimately he came out and said no no it's, we're not at that stage yet but that was after about a good 30 seconds of humming and hawing and maybe and then, well I don't know and all this other sort of stuff and you just wonder whether he's maybe he's maybe starting to put the paving stones down, pave the way for him maybe maybe moving away at the end of the season as well and, and you know, again with the, with the stuff at Tynecastle Castle as well and there's obviously a bit of debate in the in various, you know, media outlets as to just what our, what did or didn't happen and the fact that it's these allegations of Comfy's agent. You just I don't know if there's, if there's any truth in it, but you just start to wonder whether maybe he's playing this, play this card out. With this stuff out there, he's maybe starting to just drop one or two hints about the fact that he's maybe not going to be there next season. Everybody wants a quiet life. Of course you do. I
0: I I just can't see why he wants to stick it out when the, the abuse he's getting. Move on, fresh start elsewhere, mm-hmm. as I say. Without on the baggage elsewhere.
2: I guess it's just the fact that he loves the club. It's a bit like McCoy's at Rangers. I mean, McCoy's is getting a fair bit of stick, is he not, from fans, whereas yes. he's doing all that
0: he can compare just now. If you compare the two, McCoy's is getting a lot of stick, but then he's got a project there. He knows that there is a, a he's got something to aim for. He's got something achievable in the short term to get promotion. Uh, he's got something achievable in the, the medium term to get promotion into the the Premiership. So he's got something there. I just don't. I can't see what Neil Lennon could do at Celtic that would that would really elevate him beyond what he is now. Last 16 in the Champions League. They're going to be wanting more than that because he's already yeah. done that. The treble was one of them. But yeah. how often is that happening? If you look back at the, the amount of times that a team in Scotland's won, the treble, it's I would guess it's single figures for, for all teams combined. It, it just really, really happens. And I don't think he's going to be able to do it.
1: And the only the only thing um, in terms of Lennon and what he might want to achieve is he might want to stick around long enough until Rangers are back in the um, are, are back in the top flight because I th- I think at that stage I think Celtic might finally spend some of this money which they've they've maybe been accruing through transfers and through you know decent European campaigns. I, I've got a feeling Celtic are going to have a war chest of money available for the first season that Rangers are back in that SPL. He might just want to stick around till then to put together a squad that just thumps Rangers out of the park. But yeah,
2: I'll that's going to be satisfying.
0: Anyway.
1: Say that again, John.
2: Ah, but will be top
0: dogs by then anyway. It won't matter. <laughs> could be, could be. To, to thump Rangers on their, their first return back to the Premiership, whenever that happens, that would be satisfying due to the the rivalry. Eh, yes. Back over the years, but but that's is it really that well, satisfying to beat a well, team that's just been promoted into the Premiership? Well,
1: for for a, well, for a lot of Celtic supporters, that will be that will be the be all and end on. And I, I draw you back to the point <laughs> we made about the attendance on Saturday. I stick by what I say. There's a large portion of that support that are only interested in going week in, week out because they're either playing Rangers or Rangers are involved in the league competition that they're involved in because it's about beating Rangers. And it has been for I mean, for both, for Rangers as well, there's a certain different yep. at the moment than a different league, but there's always been an aspect to that. There's always been a portion of that support that would quite happily play their opposition team week in, week out. Because that's that's what it's about for me. I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's a it's a, it's a majority percentage or anything else. But I'm saying there is a significant percentage of those supporters who need that that rivalry and that passion and and, and and the things that that game brings up to motivate them to come and start going to the football again. So I think in terms of a lot of Celtic supporters, they will want to see when Rangers come back at that they will want to see their club dominating. Rangers for not just one season for the you know, whatever.
2: Aye, well, they're already
1: they've
2: already been talking about 10 in a row, haven't they?
1: Correct.
0: When Rangers went into liquidation, there was a bookie offering that I think it was 6 to 1. Ridiculous odds for that. Who who would put money on that? A 10 year bet, 6 to 1. You'd have to be lumping on, I think, putting a fair bit of money on. You'd be a professional gambler. Aye, footy gaffer. (laughs) footy <laughs> gaffer hmm. springs to mind All right, we'll move on for the uh, Celtic and uh, the Aberdeen game unfortunately we're going to have to stop talking about Aberdeen's brilliant victory why is that why which... is
2: <laughs> my brother <laughs> and, my, my brother earlier on on Twitter when I was saying about how I am looking forward to being on the podcast he was like hey, you're just looking forward to going on and gloating about Aberdeen's victory and I was
0: like hey, you know me too well <laughs> no, but that's allowed Aye, I, I think so, so. Right, so uh, Hibs were humped out of the cup again and I've already heard the uh, the talk is it nineteen <laughs> <laughs> oh two?
1: The the final whistle had barely got in that game. They should maybe tw- just, Twitter was a <laughs> They
0: should maybe just stop entering the cup.
1: <laughs> <I just laughs> Scottish
0: Cup Nah, be will the border. No, It's worse that they
1: actually won it, isn't it? It's worse that they won it Ah, If they'd I never won it, could, no there's no then. record But was, Somebody was saying that Race Rovers had they scored since December or something Some ridiculous stat They, I, they had they scored in like a month or so Then they banged you three the year against Hibs <laughs> That's what you want You it's want so the, the smaller team winning Oh, day, and a decent crowd from uh, Kirkcaldy down there as well. Again, cutting back to the point, I was making earlier about cup games and, and big crowds, was brought a, a really tidy support down to Easter Road on Saturday, so um, good for them, you know, good luck to them.
2: And then they've got St Johnson at home and at so yep. they round, sounds sounds and get a home tie, they get a the boards about a home tie.
1: Yep, yep. And I mean it's it's not I mean it's not an easy one, but by the same token they've no drawing a they've not drawn a favourite and and an Aberdeen or a Rangers or a Dundee United, so they'll I mean I think they'll be they'll be pretty pleased with that. Uh yeah, Albin Rovers beat Stenhousemuir two 0
0: and they were drawn by Rangers at Ibrox. <clears throat> I think they. Well, a lot of the, the, the media were, were jumping out and saying Rangers are favourite to uh, lift the cup now. But I think there has to be some respect, on to Albion Rovers. Because despite them being a, a division below, I yeah. think that they're going to be going out. And it's a bit of a cliche to say that this is their cup final. But this is potentially a career-making Fixture. The cup, yeah. cup final was against Motherwell.
1: Yeah, t- I was going to say, take it from <laughs> me, you don't want to underestimate Albion Rovers. If <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> been, been there, done that, made that mistake. To go be... to Ibrox
0: with a chance oh, of putting them out of a cup when many are saying that they're favourites because of the, the situation with the semi final and, and the draw against Albion Rovers, I think that we need to be very careful. Uh, oh, the, the, Rovers. the pressure's going to
1: be on Rangers big time. Because I mean, it's it's another one of these these, these circumstances where okay, they've been kind of used to it the last couple of seasons being favourites in games, but I mean it's it you know, should be head and shoulders above uh, above Albion, and the pressure is going to be on that Rangers team to go and start actually putting some return on the on the number of people that are coming to watch their games. It's all very well winning these divisions, but Rangers, I mean, you, you could tell me, Craig, but Rangers supporters, how much would they love being in the Scottish Cup final? this
0: season. Oh definitely well, I've mentioned this pressure. before myself that uh, I go to the games at the, the weekend to watch Rangers and quite often it's maybe only the day before that I, I work out who we're playing mm-hmm. because I, I, it's not something that I, I look forward to. I don't look forward to the opposition like yep. I did when we were in the, the top tier because I, I, I just go for Rangers now whereas in the top tier there's players you want to check out if you're up against Aberdeen, for example, you want to check out Rooney, Robson, Flood, that kind of thing. You want to see quality players. But I, I just don't, I don't know enough about the lower leagues to, to go into games and say, other than the odd player, I, I don't know enough. And I feel that Aye. many fans are similar to me, that it's, it's all about Rangers, whereas the cup gives something fresh. So I and and the, you look forward to.
1: And the and the rewards there in this competition, because okay, it's it's not I mean, you go to a league game and again it's a wee bit like Celtic Rangers are going to rock that league, so the outcome of the game does not really matter. There's there's big stakes in this game. If they if they manage to get through that, like you're saying, they've then got a yeah, semi final at home and if they get you know, if they if they if they draw maybe a St Johnston or a Wraith Rovers perhaps, if there's maybe an upset then you know you would you would um, you wouldn't bet against them to go and try and um, get themselves to that final because mm-hmm. I, I don't. I mean, the bookies have got Rangers as favourites, which I think is a, a wee bit, a, a wee bit surprising. But that's maybe just as a, a as a, as a result of on the, on the,
2: on the,
1: the money I could to them. Are they setting favourites now? Uh,
2: well, my bookie, I've got Aberdeen at nine to four, and then oh, Rangers
1: eleven to four. I did the last I checked, Aberdeen were three to one, but yeah, they've maybe they've maybe readjusted that again um, over the last day or So, but I mean, even I mean, considering they are. a um, you know they're they're aside in the second division. It's it's pretty surprising that they're, they're, they're put in there as as, as second favourites. But like I say, the prize is there for Rangers, and if, if they get through this next round, which they should do, then you just never know. And that might finally be a wee bit of payback for the guys that have been fronting up with season tickets to go to watch these you know these games over the last couple of seasons, because these are these these are the games that, as a supporter, these are the ones you really want to see your team featuring and winning. Yep, I wonder if this
0: will be the the, the game that they show on the telebox, rangers helping Rovers. I don't it, it's know. not It's not tied around looking at it from a neutrals perspective, but I think looking at it from a television perspective, I, I don't think that the the alternative, uh, Inverness against Dundee United, I just don't think that would draw a similar viewing audience. And at the yes. end of the day, that's all they're interested in. I and St. Johnson might be good because you've got a chance of a cop upset there.
2: Mm-hmm. Like with Wraith being the home team, yes. but I probably will go down to viewing figures, yep. I guess.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned Dumbarton beating Alloa 1-0, St. Johnson 4-0 against Forfar and Stranraer taking uh, 2-2 against Inverness taking that to a replay. Uh, and the draw we mentioned, Wraith over St. Johnson, Aberdeen against Dumbarton Srinrara or Inverness against Dundee United, Rangers against Albion Rovers. The ties are played on the 8th and 9th of March for the possibility to feature Ibrox in the semi-finals and then Celtic Park in the final. Right, so that's it for the, the Scottish Cup. I'd to mention the championship, Paul Hartley. He's just in the door at Dundee and I read an interview with him and I I'm not sure if this is the type of guy he is or whether he's trying to carry favour with the, the Dundee fans. But he started referring to the club as we. Is that is that is that usual for somebody who's just in the door?
2: Aye they do that, well, just do that. As soon as they step in it's we Aye, it's it's something no, I've not,
0: never so. picked up on before. I say it just seems strange that we Referring to a team as "we" is something that I that, well I would only ever do for Rangers. I can't. I can only think that
1: people would do that for a team that they've supported for years. Oh no, I think that's I think that's I think that's pretty common these days. I mean, especially if you if you sign for a team and you know, you're a manager for a team, then I think it's, it's there's almost an expectation level on you to start referring to them as as we and I think that's fair enough as well. You know, if you're gonna go and manage manager side then you want you want to have somebody who who feels as though they they belong and are part of the club. So I think it's I think it's only right that you would refer to them in in that in that um perspective. It'd be weird if you turned around and started saying Dundee
0: why I just think it's a wee bit fake
1: if you're just suddenly we I like... see man he's that's him in the door he's he's on he's on the he's on the payroll. It's like they badge kissers. Aye the badge kissers, you're right. Oh, no. Kenny Miller's my favourite. That,
0: that's a oval. He's a bit of a badge kisser. He, he, was a, he was a Rangers fan growing up. <laughs> La Rangers. Aye. 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 Then Dundee
1: are sitting top, three points ahead. It could be a good move oh, for Dundee that. It's a bit interesting to see how he how he how he. Um, he was making the, I suppose, to step up a wee bit in the expectation level that that goes along with Dundee. But I, if they if they keep doing what they're doing just now and, and get promoted into that league, then I think it's, uh, again, I can think it's pretty encouraging if a as a young guy like like that involved in the in the top flight again. So um, he seems to be, he seems to be getting a good reputation and making all the right noises. So interesting to see if he can, if he can do the business at a higher level.
2: They've got
1: quite a good fan base as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dundee. Potentially Dundee have if I mean again if they can kind of if they can kind of get a win inside together and get up in that top flight they generally bring a decent support with them wherever they travel so yeah good. Yep, I want to move on to the Premiership predictions. Yeah, five home wins and a away win for Aberdeen.
0: For me <laughs> right, you have to go a wee bit further than that Right, so mm-hmm. the first game up on Saturday's 12.45 kick-off St Mirren against Aberdeen Sky Sports 1 Now, I alluded to this a wee bit earlier But I think That Aberdeen might find this difficult Because of what happened at the weekend I think that they might Just start to believe The hype a wee bit I'm going to go for a
1: draw 1-1 Oof a draw? Nah, I think I think Aberdeen are. Uh, I think they're too strong. I don't think it's going to be hiding, but I'd I'd imagine it would be fairly comfortable two nothing winners. Uh, I'll take us to win two one. So two one Aberdeen. I can. Man, have got that. Is it Jemba Jemba playing for him now? Aye. He's rubbish though, is he? though Oh, you
0: know Shouldn't I forgot be... to mention the the Dundee United game. I watched that. Ah, Jemba Jemba was he was at fault for one of the goals anyway. He ah, just, I... he, he's not got the match fitness really. He's been bought on reputation ah, because yes, he played that... for Man U once. Looks well, like a tough He's commanded sign, that... five million in transfer fees over his time. Okay, but this is a s- great signing for Scotland. Andy
2: Carroll was thirty-five million.
0: Ah, he's Ooh. quality as well. <laughs> Without him, West Ham wouldn't they know what to do. They wouldn't have a game plan. They'd be punting the ball up, and the defence would that's, just what, head that's that way. Anyway,
2: they do that anyway.
0: Ah, but with him there, the defence don't get looking. I uh, Jemba Jemba. He looked like he, he, there was there was the odd flash that he was a player, but he just hadn't. He had nothing in him. He's he's not played for such a long time. Eh, judging by that first performance, anyway, he might come good for them. Anyway, right. Dundee United against Kilmarnock, three 0 Dundee United.
1: Uh, aye, home win again for me. Two uh, one this time. Aye, uh, yeah, I would say 2-1 as well. Kamaric have been in all right form recently.
2: Actually, and then Dundee United only got their first victory. it mm-hmm. oh, been a terrible since, run, haven't it? Since December. Um, but I think probably that'll get them back on track. Ryan Gold and John Stewart I think their holiday's done them well. <laughs> um, so aye, uh, yeah, I'll go north 2-1 Dundee United as
0: well. Oh, well. It's a good chance uh, Chris Boyd, uh, the best the best striker ever. Even better than Pele. Aye, ah, he might score. Hibs against Ross County. We went for a home victory in this, in the the charity bet, but see, when I first looked at this, Greg, I wasn't really sure, I wasn't really sure, but I take it you're thinking
1: that Hibs are going to be hurting. Aye, listen, look, see if it had been been under Fenlon, then, you know, I I, I would agree with you, but um, judging by the look in Terry Butcher's face at full time at the weekend, I can guarantee you those Hibs players will not be losing that game at the weekend. Because he oh. will go absolutely through them for getting yeah. dumped out of the Cup to Race Rovers. Make no mistake about it. That's a Greg. That's guarantee. a Greg. A Greg guarantee. It's a Greg Barry guarantee, and you can take that to the bank, John. <laughs> 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 Try it tomorrow. See if you've got one. Oh,
2: that, that, could be a new, that could be a new thing on Twitter. A wee hashtag, Greg's guarantee. Uh,
1: take it to the bank.
2: Aye. I went
1: right, yeah, okay. for 2-1, Hibs. 3-0, Hibs. I see now
2: you've said that earlier about the five fold that's so why those five matches do look quite good for home victories. Um I <laughs> I'll take Habs one now.
0: And this. Right Robot John there. <laughs> Peter Crouch. How watch on? Norman wisdom. <laughs> John, you disappeared, you're turned under a robot, right. <laughs> I'm going to carry on mate. you, Inverness against Hearts. right, when well, again, I'm going
1: to score 2-1. <laughs> He's still shouting in the background, <laughs> I'm drowning. Oh, oh.
0: Oh, <laughs> I can hear you, John,
1: you're
0: like a robot. Right, Greg, what are
1: you going to go for? Uh, where did you go, home one? Two one. Obviously, aye, that's that's lucks on it. Two nothing, Inverness. Two nothing, right.
0: And maybe we'll get John's prediction later. I've oh. stopped <laughs> <laughs> I
1: He's going to send it with Morse code.
0: <laughs> He's probably been
1: giving us like really in-depth predictions. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably getting murdered just now. You're sitting <laughs> laughing because he can't hear him. He's getting choked. <laughs> yeah, <all> right, John. <laughs> Although, John's that age, he could be having a heart attack. <laughs> oh, is that a stroke. He's 10. What are you Greg? Right, we'll move on to Motherwell
0: part of like this. Or we'll see if John comes back. Right. Motherwell, we're going to go for the home win here. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be goals. I'm sure I've seen a stat somewhere saying that there's goals in this game. Wait, then I'm going to check on who scored.com. It's not one of my sites, by the way, but it's it's mm. quite a good site.
1: I've heard this good.
0: Right, over there's been over two and a half goals in eight of Motherwell's last nine home games. Mm-hmm.
1: There
0: you are. That's like, that's the kind of thing that I'm into. So I'm going to go for a high-scoring game. I'm going to go
1: for three <laughs> 0 Aye, we've we've two three weeks rest, so I'm, I'm expecting this to come out absolutely flying at the weekend. So four one Motherwell. 4-1 Motherwell.
0: Right, John, feel free to, to type me your predictions. Then Sunday's game, we've got Celtic against St. Johnson. That's a 12.45 kick-off. It's on Sky Sports 1. It's got to be a home victory here. It's got
1: to be. Got to be. This can't put the bet down. Can't put the bet down. Right.
0: And I, I mentioned it earlier that I think that one thing that
1: Celtic are going to be
0: confident in doing and, and hoping to do is to continue the, the league clean sheet. They've obviously let in two goals in the cup there, but I think the league clean sheet will still be something that mm-hmm. Forster and the defence will look to continue, so I'm going to go for 3-0 Celtic.
1: I, I like you, I think I think they'll keep a clean sheet. Uh, Griffiths to score as well, I'm say 2 nothing Celtic. It's a bet for you, Celtic 1-0, Griffiths to score any time. Boom. Quite specific.
0: You know what bookie's quite good for specific bets? Mm-hmm. Paddy Power. They've, Paddy uh, Power.
1: They've
0: got a, like a messenger app. Uh-huh. person on the forum was talking about it. And he was saying that you can you basically message. It's, it's like filling out a bookie slip. Oh, you can just write anything Aye. you want on it. Well, he, he was saying that you can, just, you can just say a bet and they'll get back to you with a price. All right, well, so how'd you
1: back it then? Did you just give you like a reference or something, like a bet reference.
0: No, you do it through the app. I, I'm guessing like, that they, they give you the, the odds and then you say yes or no. That's
1: all right,
0: yeah. Right, hello. So, hello, John. You back? Oh, I'm back.
1: I'm all back. <laughs> <laughs> i was worried about you there a minute ago, John. Thought like you were getting. Oh, I don't know. It, Skype was saying there was a problem with this call. You, you were talking away, so but I don't
0: you know. a robot. Hi, well I'm back on, back on. Right, so you went for 1-0 Inverness against Hearts, 2-0 Motherwell against Partick Thistle, and 3-0 Celtic. That's correct. Right, that's what we'll go for. Right, and I'm going to write down Griffiths and Greg's prediction. For an overhead kick, he's obviously keen on doing them after watching Deft. the game at the weekend.
1: There's a bet. Go and get a bet a uh, Griffiths to score an overhead kick sometime between the, and the end of the season. I like think he's just that's going a, to try it every single game.
0: That's a Greg's guarantee on Griffiths.
1: Uh, yeah, take it to the bank. Hashtag.
0: I guess something for anybody who's a defender, right? Normally when I play football, I'm in defence. And how do you deal with somebody who is taking a ball on his chest? And then do you like a man who
2: takes a ball on his chest? I do
0: like a man who <laughs> takes a ball on his chest. He takes the ball in his chest and then he flicks it up for an overhead kick. What do you do? What do you Shovel. do in that situation? Shove yeah. him. Shove him. Yeah. Shove him <laughs> is one way of doing it. But I've, I've, this has happened to me before, and there's times I've stuck my head in, right? But you can no, only do that no, if no, you're no, going to no, do no, it before no. he's decided to kick, because if you don't, then that's it, game over, right? Or if you're a bit late and he's going to kick it, what do you do? There's nothing. Well, there's nothing. I think I, I, I don't know what to do. Get get yourself out of the because if he kicks he's going to kick you in the mush. Aye, exactly. But what are you meant to do? Like I'd, I'd do I'd... It? duck. Aye. Take one for the team. Take one for the team. I I, I don't mind <laughs> don't mind sticking my head in there, John, but not if he, mind. Not if he's about to <laughs> <kick it. Disney laughs> take one off a team, John. <laughs> uh, I'm just uh. wanting to add this. This end uh, my defensive masterclass.
1: Oh, open that one up to the list i said, go and tweet uh, S Football forums. Can give us your solution to yeah. that particular. That's it. Aye, aye. Problem. And let me know, let me know, and then I can add it to my repertoire. Of and course. then I'll
0: try it. I'll try it next Monday. at The five sides. Aye, my my defensive repertoire, which consists of not really being able to tackle, and <laughs> poorly timed slide tackles,
1: shoving. Just like to jockey him. Just jockey him.
0: <laughs> jockey, that's it.
1: Jockey him. That's a great jockey. say, isn't it? Jockey him, jockey him. Just jockey him. Let's have an do you know what? Didn't, he didn't he dive in? Didn't he
0: dive in? I had a good shot. do tackle? I had a good Stay shot at fives today, and it was a, a bullet, a bullet of a shot right in the keeper's face. Surprised <laughs> I didn't he burst his nose. He's,
1: he's, I might have seen, you asked you this, join right? It wasn't it. It wasn't even like. Imagine if you're on the touchline, right? Imagine if the ball's on the touchline and you're trying to score, right? So you have to bend it out and bend it back in. The goal's set out for the board, right? So he's like behind the touchline and he's still trying to score. David, oh. He would defy the laws of physics to get well, that I ball. Was, in.
0: I was trying to hit it that hard that it would hit off the keeper and go in the front post. <laughs> I thought enough power in this. He's going to block it, but then it's going to go in. But then I. Well, Greg knows what I'm like. I, I lean back when I hit hard shots. I always leans back. <laughs> Aye. But it was on target. It was on target, Greg. On target. Aye, it's... on the keeper's face. <laughs> <sighs> it was harsh. It was harsh. But I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to hurt him. Right, well, that's us got to the end of the podcast and I've said everything I wanted to say. Is there anything you wanted to add? No, I've said everything I wanted to say as well. It's been a satisfying Aye. podcast. Ah, it's been a good, good podcast. I've been drinking Duvel.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Oh, aye. Did you like that? That's uh, that's tidy and uh, nice. What I wanted like to say is that uh, you must have seen that script. Uh, this week's week of this week's World Cup of beer fixture is Japan against Argentina, which means Sapporo, which I've not tried before, so I'm looking forward to trying it. Again, it's one of my favourites. Quilmes, uh, which is also Messi's favourite. Promise.
1: Supporters are old school. When I used to buy that in Digby's and Motherwell, and you used to buy it, it was in a can, but when you pulled the ring, the whole top of the can came off. Aye, I'm looking forward to seeing this. What? Can you buy it like that anymore? I don't don't think you sell it anymore, John. That's that's how I bought it. Mm -hmm. No,
2: I've got, got, I don't know, I've not opened it yet. I'm saving it for the weekend, but
1: it's good. The top of the can came off, revealing what was essentially a lethal tin can. As it sounds like, cut your mouth on them and you drank it. So
2: they were they were acquired today.
1: Because I, I know even... there's
2: a few folk there. They're listening into the forum to find out what the the
0: selection is this week. It sounds very exotic. I'm not sure I'll be able to get that.
2: Ah, you'll in, get it. And it's
0: Tony's and the Rat
2: Tony's, <laughs> <laughs> you'll you
1: do get fast Tenants, four cans of breaker.
2: Skull.
0: <laughs> Carly special. Right, well, bit I'll bit I'll get involved with it. that, John, because I've been enjoying the World Cup of Beer. But a week nine now, week nine with that. That'll be so bad. I keep thinking to myself, I'm not going to drink, but then I think, ah, I need to do the World Cup of Beer
1: though. Exactly. Don't let
0: like, Don't let like the boys down.
1: This is the trouble with this podcast. I wasn't drinking tonight until I opened a bottle of wine about an hour ago, and oh, now but... I've got I've got half a bottle of wine sitting in front of me, which I could either leave. Or I could just finish before I got my bed. Like, can I leave it. Arm? can i leave it. Exactly. What? Podcasts. Gotta get some biscuits to soak it up in a minute.
2: Aye, I've got the brama. And I've got <laughs> you
1: belly. Belly. <laughs>
0: I've I
2: you washed your belly. I seen
0: you with that. Don't be drinking too much. When
2: you up, the pineapple be also weird shapes.
1: <laughs>
2: pineapple squares, as opposed to pineapple rings
1: going
0: to go and float a melon ball in it in a minute. <laughs> right, John, you're getting Dunk bibs. My balls in the line. You're, you're getting you're getting bibs for football. What colour do you get, John? Come on, name a colour. Red. Red, right, that's a, that's a good choice. What about, like, a luminous yellow? Something like that. That sounds all right, eh? What about orange? Yep. Sounds all right. Greg bought bibs for our team. <laughs> Pink. Oh!
1: Right, right, Listen. Think about the logic behind it. No one one say, wears a Listen, one side are wearing exactly. One side are wearing bibs, other side are non bibs. Last thing you want is a bib that might clash with a strip on the other side. Aye, it's the, the only colour that's still going to clash? Pink. You see, I guess, John, I need explain that to these idiots, You know, they're all saying, Oh, a pink bib. Did you not know get a yellow one? I said, No, I didn't get a yellow one because Charles plays with a Brazil strip. Aww. Did you not know get a green one? I said, No, I didn't get a green one because Simon sometimes plays with what looks like a hub strip. I I haven't filled these questions all day for these idiots and Do you know what? See, at the end, I just said, you know what? Aye, I just bought pink ones, you fudge now. See, I see your
2: logic. Straight away, I got the logic. Correct,
1: you got it straight away, John.
2: Don't like like these boys in a lap lock.
1: I i almost almost never had a shower at the end. I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard (laughs) you were cutting about the lap lock in years of night. (laughs) Hanging about in the street corners with that pink bib on.
2: Ah, he's away at, he's, to away he's away. He's away. He's booked his trip to Manchester for the weekend.
1: Ah, Off to
2: Brighton
0: on it next week. Oh, down to Canal Street. Oh, <laughs> I've been Canal Street.
1: I've got a pair of leather trousers with the arse in them. <laughs> <laughs> and his pink. Bum. <laughs> <laughs> That's a look and a half,
0: isn't it? <laughs> right. I think I think we should end the podcast. Aye, so.
1: enough. Enough.
0: Because I don't mind making fun of you, Greg, or, or John, but no, nah, saying that nah, it comes making fun that's... of me, then no, nah, need to end. It's over. <laughs> it. It's over. Right. Right. right, But thanks for coming on the two years. Aye. Hopefully next week I'll be back on and I'll be able to. No be like a robot at the end. Aye, aye. You were a bit, you were a bit funny, but we we recovered. Don't know what you did to come back, but you did. Aye, I did. I sprinkled some magic dust. All oh, right, right. Okay.
1: Drinking drugs in the <laughs> Scottish Football Forums podcast. It's just another <laughs> it's Monday night in the air, sure, isn't it? That's exactly. it. Drinking magic powder.
2: Exactly. Quiet night <laughs> in. I'm sitting in with Marvin. <laughs> Good old well, Bev. And
0: there's That's Bullitt. You. Oh, woof, woof. <laughs> That's Bullitt. Good old, hey, Bullitt's changed his name. What's what? it? changed? by Deadpool. Someday adopted Bullet and changed its name. I guess no, the not one could be shouting uh, Bullet out the window. I
1: thought he was dead. Did he still get run over? No. Or was that Marvin? Can't remember. Marvin. One of them got run over. Maybe Marvin. He's always in the
0: run. <laughs> right, <laughs> thanks for coming on.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll speak to you next week.
0: Thanks for listening. Yep. just got his Bye. Just Right. <laughs>